0: Hello and welcome to episode three of Disky Discussions. I am maybe Besson. We've got another exciting podcast coming up this week as we unpack the opening round of TSTV Premiership Action, which included a 3 win for defending champions Mamelodi Sundowns over Kaiser Chiefs. We'll also talk about Bitsou Musoumani, who reached a second CAF Champions League final this past weekend following our akhles comfortable aggregate win over Wydad Casablanca. Joining me to discuss all of this and more is Sokoladuma journalist Mazola Malefe, a.k.a. Superjourner. Mazola is also a treasurer at South African Football Journalists Association and a huge Chelsea supporter. Mazola, thanks for joining me on Disky Discussions. Um, firstly, if we can maybe just start with with your journalistic career, your journalistic path. Um, when did you want to become a soccer journalist? Uh, where did your dream start to become a journalist and pundit? And yeah, where you find yourself there?
1: Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me, Ab. Um, I think initially I studied to be a diplomat. I, I studied politics. I studied international relations and sociology. So my career path uh, was to, to be more in politics, you know, diplomacy and all of that. But along the way, a friend of mine told me about a journalism graduate program. Uh, which was being run by Johnny Communications. That's what it was called at the time. Uh, it's now called, I mean, it's changed names quite a lot. It's now called Arena Holdings. It's got the Sunday Times. It had the, the Times newspaper in its infancy at the time. We know that it's, it has since been shut down. It had the Sunday World, uh, the Sowetin, you know, all those, prom- the Business Day, all those prominent newspapers, including the Daily Dispatch, and the Herald in, 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 in Port Elizabeth. Um, so when I got that opportunity, I was in my final year, obviously deciding whether to study, uh, you know, to do post, post-grad, whether in, in, you know, further in journalism, you know, uh, honours in journalism or, you know, to continue with this whole politics and diplomacy idea. Um, so I applied, you know, because obviously in, in your final year, you, you don't put just one egg in, uh, all your eggs in one basket, if I can, if I can use that terminology. Um, mm. And then I decided, and then I got accepted. Um, you know, I think there are about, sure, quite a lot, maybe, maybe 200 odd applicants who sent in essays. They gave you a, a topic, you have to write about five, 400 or 500 words on it um just to you know just something random you know but they just wanted to see if you can articulate yourself and if you could get your points across which you know i guess they felt i did and then i was called in for an interview to cut a long story short i ended up being uh chose the ch one of the chosen 12 you can imagine from my however many hundreds had applied i ended up being one of the chosen 12 who got into the graduate program which includes you know, at the end of the twelve months, yes, you you get a little bit of money—a stipend. We don't really call it the salary; it was just a stipend mm-hmm. for you to get to get by. Um, and then, um, you know, you get your 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 diploma in journalism. I had already graduated with a degree at the time from Vets University, uh, but then I also got my um, my diploma. Uh, but a few months into that, I started doing what I had envisioned to 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 the area the industry i would have been in which obviously politics and all of that so i started um writing about politics um but literally i was writing about everything really you know because i was just starting out i was an intern trying to figure out what it is that i want you know the the bosses were trying to figure out what it is that i think they think i can do um I, i wrote from entertainment uh to politics to sports you, you name it, to business, you know, I yep. uh, wrote all about it. And later on in that year, just before the 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 then, you know, the apps of premiership season, I think it was a 2008-2009 season started. The sports editor asked me to come to the sports desk because, uh, you know, they, the Times newspaper was a few months old at the time. And they didn't really have a soccer writer. So they asked me to, to be a soccer writer until the end of the year. And let's see how it goes. So yeah, that's how I ended up writing football. Um, you know, after yeah. a few months, they offered me a permanent contract. Um, and I started trying to understand the game a little bit more. Obviously, I was eager, obviously, being 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 a fan of, of the local game and having played a uh, junior junior level as well even adversity you know like any 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 guy or any person that's interested in sport when you get that opportunity you're quite eager so i had to learn my ropes and not be star struck when i go to Naturina or when mm-hmm. i when i go to the pirates training session or if i go to clorkop just to keep calm and know that i have to be professional i'm doing a job and not want to take pictures with everyone which i suppose the first couple of times you, you can be forgiven uh, sure. But after a while, you have to grow out of it and, and know that you have, you've got a job to do. And yeah, that's, that's where it started. Sometime mid-2008, that's when I started writing about football. Uh,
0: and you know, I work for Sokla Duma as a soccer journalist. I think we joined Sokla Duma about the, re- at the same time. Um, for those who don't know, what exactly do you do on, on a weekly basis? Um, you, you contribute mostly to the newspaper. Do you do, obviously, you do some things for the website as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's half and half, um, you know, um, in total, you know, my contribution is, is, you know, to 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 the paper, obviously, which is the flagship of of, of, of of Sokala Duma. And then we have we have the website as well, which I contribute with, you know, mostly, you know, quick breaking stories on there. Uh, not so much previews and, you know, but but on occasion, I do do a bit of analysis. Um, on there as well, if, if the need arises, uh, because obviously I'm, I am regarded as a, as a senior journalist. Um, therefore, you know, one would like to think that I am a, I am a football, <coughs> uh, fit, fit, football authority. So my opinion counts, um, even, even on social media, suppose the social media following is a reflection of that as well, that people, you know, respect your opinion and they want to hear from you, um so that's what i do uh, mostly and my my beats is mostly to follow you know the big news mostly you know from chiefs from orlando pirates from Mamelody sundowns um and anything else that happened i mean vets the uh, biggest was not necessarily the team that i was uh, assigned to um <clears throat> i was not uh, not a team i was uh, assigned to uh, but because the, the the story was so big um you know obviously one had to 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 step in there and, 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 and have a sense of uh, knowledge of what's going on and a sense of, of, of authority in, in delivering the content from, from that point of view.
0: I think three things I've picked up from your social media feed is your love for Chelsea. Um, you, you've got, you love idols quite a bit. And um, <laughs> every you, Sunday, <laughs> every Sunday. And then your love-hate relationship with Mama Lady Sundown supporters. Um, the last one, why do you think that is? Uh, obviously, I think any journalist covering a big team like Sundowns, I mean, they divide opinion a lot of the times. So, you know, they sign players, yeah. but at the end of the day, they, they keep on winning. Why do you think that is? And then if you could maybe just touch on your, on your life for Chelsea and, and where that came from.
1: Yeah, I can start with Chelsea. Uh, mm. Growing up, I'm from Bethlehem in the Free State. Um, you know, my parents didn't have uh, cable TV or DSTV. Uh, you know, we were only used to Mnet open time between five and seven o'clock. Uh, so I never, I never got to see international football unless it was playing on ETV. Um, the only teams that I knew really were the teams that were playing in the Champions League. And and I'm talking not even group stages, because I don't think ETV had the broadcast rights for the group stages. They only showed it towards the end, you know, yeah. quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. So I only knew your Real Madrid's Manchester United. And I think in that time growing up, you know, Chelsea Chelsea were not that uh, not that good. <laughs> you know, they were not able to make it that far. So I didn't really know about the team. I knew the the big team, Juventus. Uh, Real Madrid, AC Milan, Inter yeah. Milan, you know, um, those teams, Arsenal, um I think, you know, at, at the, they were good at that point. <laughs> Not so much. Nope, now. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then when I got to Yvettes University in two thousand and four, uh, I was, you know, <clears throat> I was there at Rez. The guys were watching English Premier League football every weekend, you know, and I was wondering what 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 is this thing? You know, like let me watch a few games and see if I, I, I like the football that's being played there. Um, and I started watching a bit of English Premier League. Uh, and I think the first game I watched was the Chelsea-Newcastle game. And Chelsea beat Newcastle 4-0. Uh, it was Mourinho's era. It's the time that they won the, the championship. Uh, a lot of signings. Romani Abramovich had just arrived. So I figured okay this must be the team to watch so i'll start watching more chelsea games you know that's that's how my love for chelsea started i watched one game on one saturday evening with a with a group of guys who were used to watching the english premier league week in week out that was the first time i'd watched the english premier league and i saw chelsea play When 4-0 i figured you know, if this team can play like this, if this team plays like this all the time. And obviously I started re- doing some research, you know, the owners come in, they've got money. So I, I figured, oh, OK, so this team could potentially be doing well because they've just got a new ownership. Uh, there's money, there's new signings. They also, what I like, they had a lot of African signings, you know, yeah. D.D. Drop, Michael mm-hmm. Essien, you know. So they, they had those guys which I was like, oh, OK, these are the brothers from our, our continent playing for for a big club. Uh, in a big league so i started watching and they didn't disappoint so obviously they kept winning and winning and winning and they eventually were crowned champions so that's how i started supporting chelsea um and then uh, sundowns i think with sundowns fans i try not to take it personal a lot of the times um though the, the the comments that i take personally i block so if if there's a comment and i don't like it and it's personal i i I block it because we can engage on the subject on the sport or what i've written about we can engage you know uh with emotional intelligence um yeah uh, but let's not let's not let's not um offend each other in such a way that you know it's not yeah, that's not how we should do about things. Let's still respect each other. We can have an argument about the game, but let's not make it personal. So those that become personal, I, I don't have time for it. I just, I just block it and move on. Um, Cause you know, that's, that's how it goes with cyber bullies. You know, when they, when they see you on the streets, they want to shake your hands. They want to talk to you about football. They want to, you know, uh, discuss, you know, it's all happy, clappy, but on social media, they, they, they insult you, they attack you. So if, You know, if that's the arrangement, then I'd rather not see their views or hear their views at all, you know. Um, But I will continue without fear or favour writing about the club because it is my job. Uh, And by the way, it's not just them. When I've written about uh, Chiefs fans, when I've written about Chiefs, Chiefs fans also now and again have a go at me. But the majority of them, what I like is the majority of them are not abusive. They might not agree with something, but they will just say it. And it ends there and I can happily engage uh, Sundown's uh, Pirates fans. Similarly, if they're not happy about something, they will voice it out, but it, it never gets uh, to a point where it's so insulting that I have to block someone. I don't, I, I, I think I rarely ever block Pirates or Chiefs fans. The majority of the people that are blocked on social media are Sundown's fans. And that's said, because you know, I want the engagement. I, yeah. When I write, I, my my job is to please the reader. If I'm writing a story, it's for the reader to to consume uh, that content. If they disagree or have a different opinion, so that's it, but let's not, let's have respect for one another. Let's not insult each other. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I uh, don't remember. You, you, was there another third question? Yeah,
0: no, no I, I think you've covered everything. Sticking on yeah. sticking to Sundowns, um, you know, obviously we had the PSL Awards last week. Timbers won a, almost a clean sweep, you know, three awards going his way. Do you think that was a fair reflection of what happened last season and Sundowns obviously winning the league in the end?
1: yeah and and i'll tell you why i was glad about that award especially uh for the south african football so- uh, football journalist association yes. we we our members our members were able to to put you know heads together first there was a panel made up of commentators and the executive committee uh voting on the five uh nominees and Temba was there uh, uh you know uh <laughs> You know, and and a few others: Lukovitch, Lebuhang Manyama, Um And then, when it came down to it, our members—we have over a hundred uh, members on 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 our so in in our books as the association—and you know, the majority, you know, uh, overwhelming majority voted for for from Shishi. And I was glad because that's an award that, as journalists on the ground, we were. Removed from being part of, you know. Uh, I remember the days where, uh, you know, we used to 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 congregate, you know, towards every time closer to the end of the season, um, invited by you know various sponsors contributing to um, uh, to this award, whether it's footballer of the season or whether it's uh, a Premiership uh, midfielder, defender, whatever. Journalists were called in and would we'll put our heads together, put the nominees, and vote. But at some point, for one reason or another, um, you know, we were we were uh, this that that privilege was taken away from us. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So we were happy as Savja to now be be back and be able to pick our own uh, football, men's footballer of of, of the year, because we did the, the the female edition as well. Yeah. So we were happy to do that. And you know, oh, not like we're looking to be vindicated, but we we showed again that we we are just as credible because the coaches the 16 coaches voted for the same player you know uh, and if you look at the nomination list it's it's pretty much the same nomination list that uh that subject had. gabardino mango could have also been uh top five nominees but we didn't do top five we did top four um if i'm if if if, if i'm not mistaken and the psl i think had top five for all of the of, of the season because they couldn't uh separate Uh, You know, the ones that were tied uh, on votes and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, Mshishi was the winner. And with Savcha as well, Mshishi was the winner. So it shows that even though that award was removed, taken away from us, um, you know, we we still uh, contribute. And, you know, our thinking as well, we see the games most of the time the same way the coaches see them, which is how they... Ended up uh, able to 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 vote for Shishi, so yeah, I think there were no there were no doubts about that award. Uh, I think it was to be expected, especially with Sundowns winning the league. I think if the league had gone to Chiefs, maybe Lebo or, or Samir would have would have been the the, the, the obvious winners, and Ernst Middendrop would have been the obvious winner for APSA Premiership uh, Coach of the Year as well. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the, 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 that's how it goes. If for me, these things are. Often clear cut, especially if they are standout performers. There is, for me, the the lines are hardly ever blurred unless you've you've had a super season where you just had four guys that were just neck on neck in terms of their performances week in week out. But for uh, for me, and it, it as it now has come out for me, the coaches and the rest of the subja members, she was the obvious choice. And then obviously Sundowns
0: go and start the, the new premiership season the way they do, 3-0 against Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, what do you make of the performance? And you think that's a signal of intent from them and a, a signal of warning from them as well that you know they're going to go out there and try and make it four in a row? Um, even with the loss of Pizzo Mosubani, I mean, that's a real statement of intent against the team that finished second last season.
1: Yeah. Look, obviously what, what Sundowns had to their advantage is that they there was there's continuity, in the sense that Coach Rulani and Coach Mangoba are still there. Yeah. Uh, secondly, secondly, they 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 were able to 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 reinforce, and obviously to their advantage, they are backed by by a, a mining magnet. You know, they <laughs> are backed by a billionaire who's able to open the checkbook, and just say, give me your list of of, of player requests, and let's see if we can make it happen. And more often than not, they make it happen. You know, Kaiser Chiefs, we we all know, well documented, they have a FIFA ban. Uh, They're still waiting on the court of arbitration for sport to overturn that. Therefore, they are not able to, um, they are not able to, to to, to bring in any new faces. And Gavin Hunt, Kevin Hunt desperately needs the new faces. I mean, there's no doubt in, 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 in anyone's mind that he needs to reinforce. I mean, he's essentially inherited inherit, inherited the same squad uh, that you know Ernst Mendob, you know, almost won the league with. Uh, and at the end, I, I could you could see towards the end of the season, especially in that bio bubble, Chiefs were not the same. You know, uh, yeah. if 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 it wasn't for COVID. I think Chiefs would have won the league, you know. Uh, yes, credit to Mameluit Sundowns for hanging in there. Even when coach Beato thought it was done and dusted, and was going to Nachurena, they thought their way back and they capitalized on Chiefs losing some crucial games, dropping some crucial points and were able to to win the league. But Chiefs are going to struggle this season. I mean, uh, looking at the two performances so far, MTN 8 against Meritzburg United, even though they won 2-1 coming from behind, and the 3-0 loss to Mamelodi Sundowns, Chiefs are going to struggle. Uh, the that, that team needs fresh faces. Um, that team, especially if you're going to lose so heavily against uh, Mamelodi Sundowns, it, it just dents your confidence, you know? Um, and, I'm, you know, a lot of people would have seen as well, Kunia had a shocker, you know? Yeah. Um, so so let, let's hope Chiefs... Look, it's good for South African football for Chiefs to have that ban overturned if Chiefs can have that ban over 10, then you know that a club that's usually considered a, a title contender every season can compete. But without that ban, Gavin Hunt has got his work cut out for him. Uh, the, the the team is decent enough to still finish in the top half of the table, uh, but to win the league when pirates have reinforced, when Mamelodi Sundowns have signed 13 or 14 players, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be tough, you know, um, I mean, sometimes you you even look at that TTM squad. You you wonder, Chiefs or the Amazulu squad. You think, you know, if Chiefs could sign, they could have had some of those those players. Those are decent players that have been recruited. You know, especially when Pirates were releasing so many players. You think Chiefs could try and get uh, a, 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 a few of them. So let, let let's wait and see. The transfer window only finishes at the end of November. And you hope in that time chiefs can have a response, a positive response from 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 Kez about whether the the ban is overturned. Because if if they don't overturn it, you know you might you may as well write off Kaiser chiefs as a league, uh, as a title contender. I think.
0: Some of the players that Sundowns uh, brought in obviously include Kermit Erasmus, Peter Shalulule. Um, How big of an impact? I mean, they both scored on the weekend, and and George Maluleke obviously won the penalty. You know, Kuni gave away. Um, how big of an impact will they have, especially going on to the continent? And then on the other side of the coin, that's the problem that chiefs face going on to the continent as well, is they've got to rely heavily on on youth players now. Um, yeah. You know, if if that ban is not overturned, like you say, they can be in real trouble.
1: Yeah. Look, I asked Coach Mangoba about Kermit and um, uh, and, and 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 Shalulile. Uh, at the end, after 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 the game on Saturday. And he he expects a lot, not just from Kermit and and and, and Peter, but from Gaston Serrino as well, uh, from Gift Mutupa, who's also signed from Bets was Betts' top goal scorer. Uh, and also they still have uh, Temba Zwani, they still have uh, Zguso Vilakaz, who's got a long-term injury, but when he comes in, he will add value. And Lebuhang Mabue as well. So they've got a lot of attacking options uh but especially uh with uh with the three out and out strikers Kermit, Peter and Gift Mutupa uh Sundowns didn't really have an outlet uh in in terms Sundowns didn't really have an outlet in terms of uh, um you know <laughs> goal out- output if i can put it like that last season it's it's surprising that they were able to uh to go all the way toe to toe with chiefs who had Samir lukovic uh, banging in the goals uh, regularly, uh, but this just just goes to show the quality that that was in that in that team. So now take that same team, and add in last season's top goal scorer with th- with 16 goals, and the guy right behind him with 13 goals, in Kermit Erasmus, and Gift Mutupa, who also overall in all competitions got to double figures. Um, you know, it, it's almost like an unstoppable team. Ah, uh, you know, you know. Sundown's fans might feel otherwise, might feel that it's criticism if you say this, but with the team that they assemble every season, they should be winning the league every season, hands down. Uh, you know, it shouldn't even be going to the wire. It shouldn't even be going down to the wire. They should they should win the league by um, uh, February, March already, uh, you know, with the quality. But of course, there's a the traveling involved. And I think it comes back to my point again as to why I say Chiefs are going to struggle um, this season if they don't overturn that ban. Imagine having to travel up and down the continent playing in the in the Champions League and then still having this, that same squad. You've not refreshed. You've got to... You're having to rely on on all those players. Look, Gavin Hunt is a master of the rotation plan. He done it so well for the last six years at Bitvis Vets, being able to rotate players and still... Winning uh, the league in 2017 and uh, a, a cup here and there, you know, and finishing in the top two, top three, top four, uh, you know. So, <clears throat> you know, that's that's. Uh, look, I think it's going to be difficult for for him uh, achieves, especially like I say with the with the with the traveling. But but let's see. He's gonna have to horses for courses. So, but I think we can only really uh, be able to. To, to comment on this with authority once the transfer window is closed. Because even if CARES overturn the ban, if the transfer window is closed, there's nothing that they can do. I suppose they can sign free agents, yes. And we know that Vets had a lot of free agents. Clanti is a free agent. Uh, Brendan Peterson is a free agent. Pati is a free agent. They're already training at Naturena. So I think those deals are pretty much done. Uh, they just need you know um, the permission to be able to register uh, the player, so those will be three very big reinforcements for for Kaiser Chiefs if they are able to 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 register them, of course. Obviously, the man
0: that turned Sundowns into a juggernaut force over the last eight years is now sitting in Egypt with Al Ahly and Betsam Osmane, obviously, um, and he's reached another Caf Champions League final. Uh, obviously, he only joined them this season, so it's a bit hard to to give all the credit to him. But he still had to do a job in in Morocco, and he did the job in Egypt this past weekend how big of a coup is that for South African football to have, to have a South African coach at the biggest club on the continent?
1: Yeah, I think it was just a matter of time before, uh, coach Pizza went that side, you know, he, he had been in demand, uh, that side of, of, of the world for, 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 for some time, uh, especially during the time where there were, there was a deadlock in terms of his, um, uh, Mamelodi sundown's uh contract you know um yeah. but he had made the decision to to stay signing a four year deal, so it was it came as a shock obviously that he resigned but we 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 we, we know we won't delve too much into um the politics at marmelody sundowns and the reasons behind him eventually leaving but let's celebrate the fact that he's now gone into uh you know the champions League final and he's looking at potentially sealing a second uh, champi- uh champions league title for himself and you know um for Ahly, <laughs> you know they've won so many. I think they've won seven or eight, you know, so they will be extending um that that record. I think look, I still feel like the coach that they had, uh Rene Weller, um, obviously had won, had won the league at the Canter, you know, long, long, long before the season was even done, long before COVID, it was done and dusted that Ahly would be crowned champions of the Egyptian Premier League. Uh, but they were not confident that he could get them over the line in terms of the Champions League. Hence, they felt, why not get the man who's done it before? Yes, he might have done it four years ago, uh, but he's done it, and he Sundowns consistently in the, in 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 the Champions League, and not just the group stages, but even beyond that, quarterfinals, semi-finals. You know, so you think so brings in the expertise, and especially if he brings in his. Uh, backroom stuff he, unfortunately he wasn't able to bring in everyone that he wanted there including coach Rulani. but he was able to bring in a performance analyst uh, a fitness trainer who he rates very highly and thinks can get the team into tip-top uh condition and get the job done and then he was also able to recruit uh, kevin johnson who done very well with platinum stars a few years ago uh in in in, in the same uh competition as well um so yeah uh, whether he can take credit look for the league title you know let's let's be frank he can't take credit for that rene had already won it long before coach Pizzo arrived but for the champions league i definitely think so i mean it's it's three games um very three very tough games okay people might argue Wade that were nowhere to be found in those uh, two two games over the semi-finals, uh, but it, it was a still it was still a way that team that we've known in the past to have given Mamelodi I mean, Sundowns hard times, or to have sure. given any club a hard time, and themselves having gone all the way in the past to win this competition, um, you know, and then now obviously going into the final. So I think I think the the coach has the right uh, to 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 to, t- to take credit. Uh, for you know, because he's not going into those three games with his eyes closed and just telling the boys to do whatever. He's implementing his game plan. He's implementing his knowledge of what to do at that stage of the competition. Um, so if 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 go all the way, which they look favourites to do it, why not take uh, take credit with Coach Pizzo?
0: Back, back on South African shores, we've got a few fresh faces in the DSV Premiership. TTM, Swallows, and, and TS Galaxy. Three different approaches. You know, we we had the whole three substitutes thing with TTM, uh, TS Galaxy obviously buying Islands Parks status and then Swallows winning promotion. Um, what what have you made of their approach towards the new season in, in their maiden voyage in a top flight? Okay, Morocco Swallows are well known in South African circles, but it's essentially it's Swallows FC, so it's a bit of a different team, but still the same history. Um, What have you made of their maiden voyage uh, thus far? And where do you see them finishing on the log table? Obviously Swallows have made a lot of signings. TTM have only kept two players from BitFest Vits Uh, and TS Galaxy have have mostly kept Island Park players and they seem to have, you know, their things together. You know, Tim Sukazi seems to be very shrewd in the way he he does business. Um, How do you, how do you see them performing this season?
1: Look, TTM, despite all their um, um, <laughs> their uh, uh, drama uh, with admin errors and blunders and what have you, only having three substitutes um, in in their first game of the top flight, that MTN game against uh, SuperSport, they they've shown a lot of heart. I've been impressed. I mean, and I and I I, I said it even from the beginning when I saw the signings that they unveiled. Um, you know, even 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 when we were we were sort of uh, uh, breaking the stories about the, the 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 players that they are signing, uh, for me it was it was it was always clear uh, that they would do they would do very well. Um, you know, um, you look at Justin Shonga, you know Alfred Ndengani, um, you know who was obviously with Black Leopards last season and had already done a, a, a pre contract with Bidvest Vets. They've shown a lot of heart. In that first game, 3-0 down at halftime to come back and only lose 3-2 with with the coach not really having options. I mean, he had three substitutes, uh, one of them being a goalkeeper, you know. Uh, So, yeah, he didn't really have much to go on there. So for me, that was impressive that they've shown heart to fight back. And in general, I think they've got a very good team. Uh, it might have been a, a bit imbalanced in the first game, but I think they've got a very good good team. If you if you look at the the type of players that they've signed and their track record from their previous club. Obviously some of them like Shonga and Dengani were not playing so much last season for Pirates. Um, you know, but you know what they can offer. You know on a, on a good day when they are focused, when they are playing regularly, they can only improve. And then, and it showed when they played against TS Galaxy as well. Um, that they have the ability to be able to 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 give a good account of themselves, so if I you know a lot of people, obviously, for various reasons, some are feeling no they should get relegated they' are embarrassing the league with all these blunders uh, at club a club as big as uh, what you call it, a club as, as big as, um, um, as fits uh, with almost turning yeah almost turning one hundred years old. Just selling a status so peop, some people are bitter about that but vendor is celebrating you know they are there. there's another section of supporters that's celebrating and that want them to, 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 to stay up and I think with that team uh, with from what I've seen the last two games, I think that team can um, can, can do very well. Um, TX Galaxy I've not really seen 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 enough you know I only watched about 50 minutes. Uh, of their game uh yesterday against uh ttm um you know i think uh, Den malicella obviously we know his style of play can take a bit of time you know because it's not off it's not often that you see south african players or any team for that matter playing the type of football, football that he wants to play and it does take time you know so i think let's see as as, as the time progresses uh but i think like you say they've kept the majority of the highlands park squad and that squad yes they've lost in toby and 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 peter shalulile who were at you know at the at the, the, the core of that team in 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 getting them you know to where they got over the last what two three seasons that they were uh, they were in the team and they were very fit as well you know um so can then uh, keep to that fitness levels and and all of that let's see um um, uh, and then we, we look at Swallows, uh, Swallows. I, I watched that game also about 50, 50, minutes or so of their game against Bosch. impressed with their signings. I must say, uh, they've signed well, they've beefed up well. People are saying, ah, they're like sundowns. Why are they signing so many players? But the reality is that they, they, they only had, uh, um, uh, a limited squad um, <clears throat> from the previous season in the led africa championship so they needed to to bol- bolster that squad and they've done a lot of loan deals some of which i think are still being negotiated so we might see another one or two come in uh before the transfer window window closes but you know um um brendan truth they've kept him there so i'm i'm happy that they kept a, a, a coach that was able to to help them gain this this promotion. You know, teams, what they can do sometimes, they dump yeah. you as soon as they get promoted. I think they they look lot. for someone yeah. else with...
0: Yeah, golden Era is that of Sean Bartlett, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Exactly. Exactly. When they when they feel like, okay, now we're in the top flight, let's look for someone else with top flight experience. Because Brendan, they, they argue that Brendan is a, you know, lower division specialist. He's a lead Africa specialist. But in reality, that team is a team that he got to where they are now. So so let's see. I'm I'm very impressed, you know, with, 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 with Swallows' signings. And even even that first half was 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 quite decent uh in 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 my opinion uh from from, from solos especially playing away from home. So a point, not a not a bad way to 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 to, to start it all. Zolaf
0: before you say goodbye, um this week marks six years since the untimely passing of Sen I think both of us, when Paulo Kwani when he played his last game for Bafana Bafana, um, you know how big of a loss has Senzo, you know, been to the country and to the London Pirates family as a whole. And obviously, we're still awaiting uh, answers on his death and, and may he soul rest in peace.
1: Yeah, I think I saw something uh, today that uh, Minister of Police Tele is actually going to have a press conference. Um, to give an update on the latest regarding uh Senzo's case. Yeah, I mean it's it's 6 years. We've read story after story after story. We've even we've even read stories about confessions, you know. Uh, but no one is, is in jail as yet, you know. Um so let's see, let's let's hope finally uh they can be justice. Um I think Senzo's father as well, you know, uh from what's being reported Um, You know, he, he, you could even argue that he died of heartache, you know, um, because he just wasn't, he's one person who was clear with everyone that he just wasn't coping with his son's death and the fact that no, no one, I mean, Senzo was shot in a room full of people. How can you be shot in a room full of people and no one can, can, can tell the police? who killed you, you know? Uh, was there a hitman hired? Uh, was it an inside job? What was going on? You know, so finally, maybe this week, we can get to get the answers. But it it, it would be said that it's, it's six years later. Uh, but yeah, look, um, justice delayed is not justice denied. So uh, even if this takes even longer, as long as at, at one point or another, um, you know, those who killed our beloved goalkeeper, um can be brought to book and be put behind bars that's 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 what we wish for so that the family can also finally get some closure and move on he's dead passed on and went to his grave without getting the closure that that he needed so let's hope this the same does not haunt his, his 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 mom and the same does not haunt his, his children as well so yeah. uh, you know i'll be very eager to hear what uh what has to say uh, this week about the 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 the, the case
0: well, Mazola, thanks for your time. Thanks for joining us on Disky Discussions and we look forward to hearing more from you in the future.
1: Pleasure, AB. In
0: next week's episode, we look back at the first leg MTN8 semifinals alongside another prominent name in South African soccer circles. If you have any questions or things you'd like us to discuss on Disky Discussions, please hit me up at AB underscore on Twitter or on Instagram.
1: Away.